0: Welcome back everybody.
1: Take a break with Steven. Steven James. What's up, Alex? Good to see you.
0: Always a pleasure.
1: It's starting Again. to be freezing. Yeah. Shoot, it's yeah. gonna it's freezing, freezing cold here. I yes. got my sweater on today. Oh Extremely. my gosh. Oh my god. It's like it's like it went from like it like just dropped off a cliff, Alex. Yep, yep, yep.
0: Yeah, Seventy right, to cool.
1: fifty in a day. No, It's it's in the it's in the thirties, forties. Yeah. Right. So Alex, what are we talking about today?
0: Yeah, let's, uh, let's hit some new hot books. Um, You know, big, big news going around for She-Hawk. We mentioned a little bit of She-Hawk in our, in our bronze age stuff, but there's a little bit more to it. Um, Null who is just continuously being hot. Those those venom books are hot. Um, And then we're going to start talking about some Star Wars books because Star Wars comics have always been popular and expensive, But now that Mandalorian is kind of bringing things from the animated series, the comic series, things are starting to take off very quickly.
1: Yeah, and more and more characters are starting to get introduced into the universe. And some of these books are like really hard to find. They're like obscure back issues from like 15, 20 years ago. And all of a sudden it's like, hey, I want that character. And it's like, good luck. Yeah. Good luck trying to find these things. Okay. All right, Alex. So what are we starting with today?
0: Yeah, let's talk a little
1: She-Hulk. helped turn me into one seriously cheesed-off She-Hulk. Yeah, so what's interesting about She-Hulk is it's been a character that's been around for 40 years now. Yeah, right? 40 years. 1980. It's hard to believe, right? And uh, it's always, it was sort of a background-ish character, and then over the last bunch of years, as Marvel uh, you know, has, has introduced a lot of these new characters into live action in the films, uh, some of these characters that were long forgotten or sort of secondary characters are all of a sudden being uh, to the forefront and that's a character that's going to have a live action show. Yep. Uh, We believe it's Tatiana Maslany, although, you know, we we don't really know where that's going to finalize, but she's a great actress. I mean, she could definitely pull it off. And so it's definitely pushed some of these books up. Interestingly enough, the original Savage She-Hulk number one from 1980 is not a rare book. No. Um, And and I will tell you even the John Byrne She-Hulk, was not a rare book. We ordered a lot of copies of those. That yeah. book was very popular back in the day. Very popular. There are some interesting covers that they've done throughout the years that have really uh, caught the attention, mostly mm-hmm. John Byrne stuff uh, from the John Byrne run. And that's really the run that, that people are, are looking for. So, so we'll sort of take it in chronological order. Uh, obviously, the first book that we spoke about was, was February 1980, Savage She Hulk, number one, and introduced the character. Uh, there are 2,095 Blue Label 9.8s. Wow. There's 149 Gold Label 9.8s. There's actually three 9.9s. So talk a little bit about the character that was introduced 40 years ago, Alex. Yeah,
0: yeah I mean, this is, this is. I mean, it's classic comic book uh, lore. It's Bruce Banner's cousin, Jennifer Walters. It is the, it's his cousin, She-Hulk. Um, you know, She-Hulk, the fun stuff about She-Hulk is, is you know, jennifer walters can maintain her personality her smarts while she's hulk so she she decides to stay she hulk pretty much throughout all of the comic book series i mean she she used to be able to switch back and forth and she was stuck as she hulk but she's just like the movie avengers movies she can she retains her memory she retains her her smarts as she hulk um you know lawyer doing all that fun stuff and i think when the avengers endgame movie and you saw the bruce banners the smart hulk uh, mix, you know, that resonated with a lot of people. Everybody really liked that, the the push of that characterization. Um, and it really pushed this along to do a She-Hulk show.
1: Right. And, and you definitely saw a lot more Mark Ruffalo yeah. in the Hulk, in the Hulk in that, in that last series. Yeah. So, and then there was an origin retold burn story that, that, that pink cover that stands out that everybody knows that burn cover, that book came out in uh, May of 1989 there are 260 blue label 9.8s there's four gold label 9.8s that book is only about $150 i think because they printed a lot of copies and they it's one of those books where where as the pro price rose people would send in more you know there's there's a tipping point you know between yep. ebay fees and cgc fees and all the fees you have to pay you know if a book isn't selling for $100 or more it's not really worth getting graded right yeah, And it was a book where it was like it kind of hovered around $100 for a while. Nobody really got them graded. And then when it creeped up to $150, $160, $175, people started sending them to get graded, and the price kind of creeped down a little yeah. bit. Um, there, are, uh, 200 and, uh, there are 260 blue labels, like we said. So it's not like a low pop book. But again, it's not a rare book that's out there. But it is sort of a classic book. It's that classic style. Yeah. It's the burn style. I think it will always be in demand. Um, I'm not sure that that's the book to hit. You know, the, it's $550 for the Savage She-Hulk. It's $150 for this one. I think the next one is, is the one that really we, we should be talking about. The next series that came up in 2004. But before that, I want to talk about a couple of classic John Byrne covers. Yeah. Uh, the first is the Vanity Fair cover, where, where she, that's an unmistakable yes. cover. It's Sensational She-Hulk number 34. It's December of 1991. It's about $190 in 9.8. There are 58 9.8s blue labels. There are zero gold labels. That book is a classic book. It's a book that was even popular back then. You know, it was very risque back then, Alex. Yeah, yeah. You know, that, that pregnancy on the cover, that Vanity yep. Fair yeah, cover.
0: De- Demi Moore uh, cover, cover swipe, if
1: you will. Yeah. That was a, so that book sold even back then yeah. in 1991, it was a very, very popular book. The other one is, is a little bit uh, interesting. It, it's a very risque cover. It's, it sells, even for a little bit more than the than the other one, it's from June of 1992. Another John Byrne cover, Sensational She-Hulk number 40. There are 137 blue label 9.8s. There are zero gold label 9.8s. That book also sells close to $200. Mm-hmm. That's the book where she's kind of like covering up nude yeah. on the cover, and at the time that was very very risque. Yeah, yeah. So Byrne was pushing the envelope a little yeah, bit. Very back much then. so. Yeah. And that
0: was the right? kind of tongue-in-cheek of the book. Like, that is that character. She is a smart woman, um, but she – I mean, that, that was the tongue-in-cheek stuff. I mean, that, that's the bread and butter of that book.
1: Right. Those two books have held up over time. Pops are not high on those books. So I would expect those books to rise as the show comes out because, like you said, as the personality is like, oh, I get it. That's the tone and tenor yeah. of the show. Yeah. That, that I think those two books in particular will be, will be standouts. Then we get to the 2004 series, which I think is really where the the most potential lies. Yeah. Uh, May of 2004, the Adi Granov cover. There are 69 blue label 9.8s, nine gold label 9.8s. That book sells for about $180. That's sort of the modern era, the yeah. start of the modern era. Adi Granov really nails it again. Very, very popular artist. Mm-hmm. That cover, he sort of nails it. I think in terms of stylistically that's what you're looking at in terms of the the current face right. and picture of the she-hulk yes right and then you get to the 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 2020 series um i will tell you that i am a huge huge fan of joe bennett's hulk yeah there's something about the way he draws hulk it's funny i i love his work his line art uh it's very uh busy it's very very intense he just he's to me like the modern hulk artist even more so than than anyone else than 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 Keon or anyone else there's something about uh, his line work joe bennett that really nails the hulk yeah and uh i just love his work immortal she hulk number one it just came out in november mm-hmm. there's no pop on it yet to me that would be a book that i'd be looking to buy it just came out yeah the, the, there's a Daniel jo- Walter jo- Warren Johnson variant. Yeah. Uh, that just came out. There's a Simone de Mayo empire variant. We'll talk about that down the road as those books start hitting the pop. There's an Alex Ross timeless variant. There's oh, already beautiful. 16. There's already 16 of those. That's part of the timeless series Yeah. that everyone's sort of collecting all the different books. There's mm-hmm. a sketch variant of all the timeless series. Yeah. So we'll go through that. Uh, there's an Indyuk Lee, uh, store variant those have just started to come out and then obviously the second prince we always talk about has a joe bennett cover i'd pick up one of those joe bennett is very very well known for the hulk yes they were very very smart to put him on she hulk love his work i think that series that november series is a winner we'll revisit that series months down the road when the pop report starts to fill up a little bit great all right so what do we got next alex
0: yeah, we talked about Null in the past, but let's let's kind of talk about more of his first appearance and, you know, a little bit more of, like, this guy's not going anywhere.
1: No, the books are, are, are picking up steam. They're doing tie-ins. They're doing crossovers. Yes. They're doing uh, special variant covers with Null on it. And it, it's really, really become a very, very popular character. There's been a lot of speculation with a lot of books. We'll go through them. It's very, very hard to keep track of all them. That's our job here for you today. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of versions of his first appearance. We're going to go through all them one at a time. Yeah. Okay. So first appeared Venom number three, which is also in terms of the legacy numbering, Venom number 168. Mm -hmm. First appearance of Noel, August of 2018. It's a $275 book, but get this on the pop. 2,367 Blue Label 9.8s and 850 Gold Label 9.8s. Wow. That's a monster population, but it's still $275. Venom was very, very hot at the time. The character was hot. The series was hot. People were buying Venom at the time. So it's not that crazy in terms of the population for that book to be worth that kind of money. Where I think you're going to find value, Alex, and we'll talk about that in two seconds, is all the other variants with much, 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 much lower population. There's also something really, really awesome about that cover with the big giant Venom head Yeah, Yeah. that is very, very popular. Okay, so the second version that I want to talk about is the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive edition. Uh, It's the Ryan Stegman cover, it's the same cover, but it's the sketch version. Mm -hmm. There are 259 Blue Label 9.8s. There are 104 Gold Label 9.8s. And that book's about $250. So think about this. This book has one-tenth the population on Blue Label and one-eighth the population on Gold Label. And it sells for $250. It sells for $25 less than the other one. Now, what I will say is this. There is a sketch version of the main cover. The San Diego version, the only difference is it just has the logo on it. Right. 50 so 50, as- yeah. right. So aesthetically, it's not as pleasing. Right. Right? So then we get into three different Tyler Kirkham versions. They're all very, very cool. They're from Unknown Comics. Mm-hmm. They just call them A, B, and C. Not very mm-hmm. clever, right? But but we'll take that for what it's worth. Uh variant A is 113 blue label 9.8s, 45 gold label 9.8s. Those sell for about $150. That's the regular color version. Right. Then version B is a black and white virgin edition with with no trade dress. There are only 48 blue label 9.8s and 40 gold label 9.8s. That's about a $250 book. So it's half the pop on the blue labels of version A. Then the third version is a virgin version of the color version. That sells for about $200 with 46 blue label 9.8s, 44 gold label 9.8s. So almost the exact same pop as the black and white Virgin edition. So again, sometimes you get these price discrepancies. They're, they're anomalies. There's no way to account for it. Uh, you know, so, so you don't know why the variance is there. Before we go on to the other vergi- uh, versions of this book, well, I was trying to say that five times. Before. before we go on to the other versions of the variants of this book, what do you see with Null down the road, Alex? Do you see him appearing in the Venom films? Do you see him in live action? Where, where do you see this character?
0: I mean, right now, what we're seeing with announcements of, like, MCU and Venom and casting and everything, the sky's the limit. It, it really is. Um, you know, With the rumors that maybe we're going to see, you know, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire oh in my the God! Multiverse of Madness or in the Spider-Man movie, I mean, literally, that opens up for anything. So will we see Null in a Venom movie? Probably, I mean, where, where do you go when you have a movie like Venom that actually has nothing to do with Spider-Man? He's not in it. I mean, he's not he's not an integral part. Where do you go? You are you gonna pull you're going to pull from the comics. Venom has a lot of stories, but nothing really substantial. So, nulls a great a great way to do it, bringing in more symbiotes. Uh, you know th- that that's another great way to do it. Um, but in the Marvel Universe comic book series, I mean, he's a pretty important character i mean you know controlling symbiotes fighting silver surfer through time like there's there's a lot of stuff there and for a character that's only been around for a couple years he's not going anywhere
1: you know speaking of silver surfer i am shocked that they have not brought silver surfer back since that last fantastic four film
0: i think there's going to be a fantastic four hidden gem in something soon something we're going to see in the next two years they're going to tease and be in
1: credits they have to imagine they bring chris evans back as human torch (laughs)
0: I mean, Multiverse of Madness,
1: you can do whatever you want, right? Oh my right? God, that'd be crazy, right? So that brings us to some of the rarer variants. Uh, the Jorge Molina 1 in 25 variant, awesome cover. beautiful. There are still 347 blue label 9.8s of that with 154 gold label 9.8s. That's a $465 book. So that book is really uh, the top one. Wait till we start talking about the, multi, the second <laughs> and third printings. You'll get a kick out of this. Yeah. So, so that book is about a $465 book. Great cover. Then we get to the second prints. Yeah. This is where it gets confusing. Pay attention out there because you're going to want to pick up the second, the third, and the fourth prints. Some seem to be much, much rarer than others. And I don't know if that's just uh, you know, people not knowing the exact print runs or yeah. if it's just anecdotal evidence or what it is. But these are hard to find. I would pick them up raw and try to send them in out there. So the second print uh, is the Ryan Stegman Absolute Carnage cover. That cover is awesome. Yes, uh, great cover. And that book came out in October, so that book came out uh, you know a little bit after the the first print. The first print had originally come out in uh, August, so it came out two months later. And there are 333 blue label 9.8s. There are 21 gold label 9.8s. That's about a hundred dollar book. So I think there must have been a lot of speculation on that book, yeah. Because at the time, the second prints were going crazy. So I think that book was ordered, mm-hmm. and that was it. Um, you know, so so that's that's the first one. Then you get to the third print. This is the grand slam. If you can find the third print, that's the one you got to look for. We've talked about it before. If the retailers knew that the second print was really hot and they were trying to jump on it and sticking mm-hmm. it on their shelves, then what you have there is, the second print's on the shelves, ah, I don't really need the third print. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So interestingly with the third print, the third print came out in November, about a month later. That's the Ryan Stegman Night King cover. And the mm-hmm. Night King became a very hot character yes. in and of itself also. <laughs> yes. And I think that's also what happened was, so I think that kind of, I think the third print caught people short, uh, believe it or not, Alex, there are 963 blue-label 9.8s. Jeez. There are 263 gold-label 9.8s, and that's a $450 book. Wow. So it's got triple, almost triple the quantities in, in 9.8s than the Jorge Molina variant and sells for around the same price. Yeah, it's, it's a new cover. It's new cover, Night King. New, Night King. new credit. Night King. And then there was a fourth print that came out two months later in January. I think that's a very, very low one. I would look yes. for that one. That's the sketch cover of the San Diego Comic-Con book, yeah. but doesn't have the San Diego logo on it. There are 149 blue label 9.8s. There are eight gold label 9.8s. And that book sells for about 160 bucks. So now you've been educated on <laughs> null. Yes. So take, take that education, go out and buy the fourth prints in the Jorge Molina variants. Yeah, definitely okay we've come to your favorite time of the show me i feel lukewarm about it. yeah yeah i know i know we know Uh, i think everybody feels that way all right it's cold out today alex yeah i warm up up the hands don't break them ready Mm -hmm. all right here we go it's alex's pick of the week alex what do you got for us
0: yeah uh it's holiday season so you know gotta talk about holiday stuff uh you know, we're going to be talking about Star Wars comics, but I think we should really bring up some Star Wars toys. Um, Hasbro is doing holiday versions of Stormtroopers and to- their toys, but they're only exclusive to certain stores. So, the holiday, tr- one of the holiday troopers is exclusive to Target. Another holiday trooper is exclusive to Walmart and GameStop and I believe Best Buy. So, if you want them all, you have to go to all four places, but they are extremely Smart. hard to find. I think I've been to. Four targets, and I've only found two. Um, can you just the, order them online? You can order them online, but you're going to be paying a little bit of more money. Uh, oh, you can order from Target online. You you can if you got there in time. Sometimes they're sold out. Wow. A lot of times they're 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 not. You know, people do do that. Um, I bought on Target online that when they did the Back to the Future cartoon Neca toys, I bought those on Target. But now some of them are sold out. You know, if they're sold out in the store, they're going to be sold out online. Um, eBay is the next best chance, but they're really neat. I mean, they're they're holiday. They're just like Santa Claus and, and stuff like that. They're really fun. Um, but that's also going to be a collectible that you're not going to – I mean, it's the first time they've done something like that for action figures for
1: Star Wars. So th- these things are going to be collectible. Well, now that you brought it up, now that I want to steal your Alex's pick of the week, <laughs> well, I'm going to do my Steven's pick of the week. Yes. Uh, I think the coolest holiday toy, now that you mentioned it, is the Lego Yoda. A uh, baby Yoda. The like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did the, you see the, that? The big one? Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God.
0: There are so many child toys out right now. It's crazy. And this thing, you know, this was came out a year ago, but they didn't make any toys for it because they wanted to keep it a secret. So now everything's rolling out.
1: Oh my God. That, ha- that, that Lego Yoda, uh, baby chi- Yoda child yeah. whatever is going to be monster. Yeah. Monster. Okay. Yeah, great. It's already okay, selling cool. out. The stuff's already selling out. I know. It's great. Okay. What do we got next, Alex?
0: Yeah. Let's talk about star Wars comics. I mean, it's, Mandalorian's blowing things up, left and right. If you're looking for adventure this summer,
1: escape with Marvel Comics. May the force be with you as you battle the evil empire in Star Wars. Yeah, so, so here's a story is, some characters have appeared in, in Mandalorian, some are about to appear, some have appeared. So we're gonna go through a few different characters that have been, that have been picking up lately. And reading you some of these prices, your eyes are going to pop out of your yeah. head. Some of them have been announced for live action. Some of them have been announced Mandalorian. Some have been announced for this and that. And what we're going to try to do is I think we're going to try to make this an ongoing feature mm-hmm. of the show because literally, Alex, they will announce a new character on a new live action or it appears on Mandalorian. and Boom. It like blows up like yeah. crazy. Yeah. It's some, like Attica- a lot of these
0: have been popular books or books that uh, you know collectors have been buying. But once, once it goes from comic book or cartoon only to live action, it really cements those characters and then the prices go crazy.
1: Right. So, so we're going to talk about a couple of them today. Yeah. The first one I talk about is, is the one that we saw in episode uh, three, mm-hmm. which was Katie Sackhoff's character, Bo Katan. I hope I say this right. Chris? 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 Craze? Uh, craze. Bo Katan yeah. Craze. Okay. Katie Sackhoff is awesome. Yes. Uh, there's only one real appearance of this character. And this book is impossible. Yeah. Impossible. Get a raw copy. doesn't matter what condition it's in. Yeah. It exactly. doesn't matter. Yeah. If you can find one, buy it. doesn't matter. Nine four nine, six, nine, two, doesn't matter. Yeah. So Star Wars, The Clone Wars, Defenders of the Lost Temple, Alex. Mm-hmm. March of 2013 from Dark Horse. It's not even a numbered book. There are four blue label 9.8s, zero gold labels. That's going to be a book for Katie to sign yep. when, when, when shows are signings come back. The last one sold for twelve hundred dollars. I don't know if you're going to see another one. Talk a little bit about that character. Where did it come from? Like, uh, yeah, I mean,
0: Bo-Katan is a pretty uh, popular character in the Clone Wars animated series, which just re-ended. You know, you you watch the Disney Plus. They 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 finished the last season on Disney Plus. She was heavily in it. She's been it. Katie Sackhoff is the voice actress of Bo-Katan in the animated series. So, this is the first time I think you've ever seen a voice actress playing the actual character in a live action tv show it's it's a new thing it's crazy it's bonkers um she was very popular um her her sister uh, duchess sateen in the in the animated series was like the ruler of mandalore there's rumors that sateen and obi-wan had a relationship at some point like this is she, bo-katan is a very well-known character and for her to show up into mandalorian as live action just blew
1: people's minds yeah. So, and, and also I'll tell you, I was most excited to see Sasha Banks.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and they the actually, legit used, boss.
1: how, how, how great was it to see her in this, in this uh, and what was interesting also what they did with her is they actually used her real name in the credits. Cause when I first saw yes. it, I was like, wait a second, is that, is that Sasha Banks? And then I was, and then at the end in the credits, they're like Mercedes Vernado. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, that's interesting that she chose to use her real name, not yeah. her st- stage name. Uh, but I thought she was pretty clever. I mean, you know the whole deal with the, with the soup and uh yeah, you know <laughs> the worm. I mean, she, worm. I
0: mean, for her to play a Mandalorian was perfect casting.
1: Yeah, that was great, right? Yeah. So I, I actually really really enjoyed it. I think she did a great job. I'd like to see a little bit more of her. Yeah, and, and see and see where that goes. Okay, so the next one we'll talk about is Doctor Afra. Mm-hmm. Okay, talk a little bit about the character Doctor Afra, Alex.
0: Yeah, Doctor Afra. When when Marvel started producing uh, Star Wars comics again. Um, when, when Disney bought Marvel, um, and Star Wars, uh, one of the first new characters was Dr. Aphra, um, in the Darth Vader comics. And to boil it down, she is a bad Indiana Jones, uh, and she also has two droids who look like C-3PO, BT-1, and, and, uh, R2-D2, triple zero, who are murder droids. They are the, the, uh, they're the complete opposite of C-3PO and R2-D2, um, and she, the, the character re- got really popular in the Darth Vader comics. She got her own series. The series ex- also extremely popular. She's been in books. She's had a, her own action figure. And I, and they, you know, there's rumors that she's getting her own either animated or live action, uh, Disney plus series, because she is a super popular character in the comic books.
1: Got it. Got it. So, so right now, again, these, these prices are, are, are pretty nutty. Yeah. Um, and, and some of them you can't find. So, uh, May of 2015 mm-hmm. uh, was the first appearance, Darth Vader number three, yep. Adi Granoff cover. It's about a $350 book, not a low pop book, 1,446 blue label 9.8s yeah. and 118 gold label 9.8s. And we talk about this all the time is for a book with those kind of pops yeah. to get that kind of money is very, very difficult. As we, you've seen the other books that we've spoken about today, like, to get to 350 400 450 the pops are 40 and 50 and 70 yeah. and 100 and 200 like you know we do about 1440 pop like it's not like it's a rare book so that's an interesting one the next book is the aaron cooter 1 in 25 variant good luck yeah, yeah you can't even buy them raw yeah
0: can't and even th- find that them was raw. a highly printed book i mean these these dr the darth vader books very high printed very high printed the first first issue of that darth vader star wars um, and I believe there was one more book, uh, Princess Leia, that came out at the same time um, th- for the first three books of the Marvel Star Wars. This is number three. So when you're or- when you're a store ordering books, you order number one and you order about 60 to 70 percent of your number one orders. Um, and that's a high amount of ordering. That is not right. a low
1: print. And, and what's interesting, and I think we're starting to see this with the Star Wars collectors, is that even with the pops being what they are, and the book's selling for what they are, is I think there's a lot of personal collections on these things where the books don't come to market. So for instance, I could not find any recent sales on the Aaron Cooter variant, yet there are 257 blue label 9.8s and six gold label 9.8s. To not have any for sale with those pops, that's all personal collection stuff. Yep, 100%. And, And the raw book sells for about $25. So my advice out there is, Pick up the raw book. It's a great steal. It's a great deal. If you can get it, even in a nine, six, nine, eight, get yourself a high grade copy and send it in to to CGC. Then they obviously did a second print, which we all know about. Uh, It came out in June of 2015. It came out a month later. And there are 102 blue label 9.8s and only two gold label 9.8s. That book only sells for 200 bucks. I think if you could find a second print, try to buy one. As we've seen with the other ones, that's got a very it. low pop, very low print run. Can't find it, and then the third print, yeah, okay, came out in uh, August of 2015. There are 25 blue label 9.8s, zero gold label 9.8s. That book sells for 280 dollars if you could find one, and then the fourth print also came out. Yeah, that book sells for about. $400, yeah. and there's 25 blue-label 9.8s and zero gold-label nine point eight. So so you're really looking at very, very low pops on the third and the fourth prints. If you can find them, buy them raw, they're not that expensive. We're telling you to go out there. You get it graded, and I think you can kind of name name your – I mean, $400 for a fourth print. I mean, Alex, I think you can find those in dollar $2, but I don't think yeah. that those this have been out. And this pulled is out.
0: speculation. Uh, nothing officially has been announced. Nothing's been filmed. So this is people just thinking it's going. once it does hit, those prices are going to go up at least 25, 40%. Right,
1: right. All right, Alex, I think it does it for today. I think yeah. we'll continue the Star Wars stuff next week. We have a oh, few yeah. more names to go over. And as the series progresses, we'll, we'll do some more and more of these. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so it's great. We hope everybody has a great holiday season. We'll, we'll be on back next week. Yep. And uh, we'll see you next week. Same bad time. Same bad channel.